It was the kind of cool black night in the Undercity that clung to you like something real. A black, tangible fabric of smoke, deceit, and murder. The air outside the bar was chill and dry, but here, inside a nameless neighborhood bar where no one asked your name either, the huntsman sat with his back to the wall looking through a humid nicotine miasma as he sipped his scotch and watched the door. Watched like he always watched. Watched for her. Never hoping, but never able to stop. Whenever he sat to drink, he watched. But his heart, it was already cold. The door opened and an ogre walked in. Built like a brick wall and covered in tattoos of flowers. Get me a spiced rum and caldy, stat. I need to wash the taste of the purgatorium out of my mouth. His eyes still half on the door under his ever-present hood, the huntsman ran his fingers over the handwritten note he'd pulled from the pocket of his long coat. A job. A target. Anyone want to play around the royal game? He drank and watched. Didn't wonder at the target. Didn't wonder why someone wondered dead. At least not much. Probably started with sex. Usually did. Or poetry. Not money as often as you'd think. No, you're a loving dairy bread sink. An elf interrupted his train of thought, drunk as a lord on something cheap and falling into the huntsman's table. With a drunk brain, there's nothing between thinking and acting. Or talking. Hey, hoodie. Yes, you. Yeah, I just can't. She's gone. There's seven reasons for nothing and the happiness isn't there. He would have swayed had he stood. He smelled like the harbor on a hot day. A day after rain had washed everything in the Undercity out to the sea. The huntsman merely looked at him, eyes as hard as those of a prowling griffin. Half of him still watched the door. <laughs> it's not fair. The drunk's shoulders jerked and his head <laughs> sagged a little while his heart broke. The huntsman's heart was already broken. He told the drunk, let's just a cup of shit with a razor blade handle. Drink up. The huntsman left the drink and the drunk and ducked out of the bar into the undercity. It was one of those improvised streets, narrow and dirty as a creek through a pigsty. There was a clink at the corner actually working. He popped the stands in and pulled up the latest news, still only half thinking about the job. Half thinking was the best way to get through life, until it came to drawing weapons, that is. Let's see, dedicated a new statue. Dakar publishes a new corporate tax discount. The Alterans were hosting a conference on magical theory. Wow, those troop rookies went down so hard. <laughs> All hype, no firepower. Uh, damn sad. flaming skulls. They were too loud and he wasn't drunk enough. Hmm. Oh, and also Bowerihot got rubbed out. Well, that was news. He'd known the priest for years. All right, guy, I'm a bit rigid in his official syncretism. The huntsman raised one eyebrow as he read, but that was all. Not much detail. After this long in the killing business, he knew that the less detail there was, the more sensational it had been. 
He hit the button on the clink in a thin plastic sheet the story spat out. He folded it into a pocket. Something to half think about later. After. Her name was Shala. She was apprenticed to one of the most influential mages in Neo-Babylon, blessed with magical talent, destined for the upper echelons of society if she played her cards right. But now, someone had hired the Huntsman to lie in wait and end her life. Quick. Quiet. No fanfare. Tomorrow, she'd be just another headline. He watched her for a long time, looking for his opportunity. A dark-skinned, raven-haired beauty with legs that went into next week. He told himself that it was good that he didn't care anymore. Just like he told himself he didn't actually care anymore. Straight-backed and bright-eyed, she walked past the alcove where the huntsman stood and took a seat at a table for two on the patio of some chic bistro. The waiter came once, twice, again. She kept looking up and down the street, I'm good for now. Thanks. checking the time on her wireless, waving the server off, smiling, then no, not. I'm waiting for someone. Emotions flashed across her face like the sweep of sun-rent clouds over the ocean. The cold, dead thing in his chest moved, just a bit, and light bled in among the cracks. She, too, was watching for someone who had never come. He thought, not the half-baked thing he usually did, but like he did with a knife or gun drawn. He didn't want to give up the contract, but he didn't want to kill Shala, either. He pulled out the note, her name, and a price and standards for her life. He carefully stuck his second favorite knife through the note, carefully aimed, and threw it, spinning, end over end. He hit with a solid thump, almost like when he hit bone. He aimed for the table in front of her. There was a small panic at first, the patrons scattering like gulls before a storm. Shala screamed once and looked around. She never spotted the huntsman. She daintily pulled the knife out of the table with a handkerchief and unfolded the note reading with eyes dark as the desert skies. She froze, red again. The huntsman could feel the slow, dreadful realization overcome her like a rising tide of fear. Her eyes filled. She looked around, all calm and confidence dashed like a ship upon the rocks, a pawn caught in the bad end of a ruthless power play. She ran. Good. He would hunt her again, but at least... She would have tonight. And for tonight, he would try to be alright. To sleep. And not to watch. You asked me to give trust in you. And I did. Cause I had no clue. And I guess this is all you got oh, Empty promises You forgot So were you when I needed you You disappeared out of blue You even seemed to forget my name Feeling like I was a cold